Okay, you guys, let me ask you a question. Do you struggle to get your weddings featured? Are your wedding submissions constantly being rejected from your dream publications? Does the thought of creating your own submission completely overwhelm you? Well, this is exactly why I created Submission Support, to help wedding photographers and planners just like you. Inside our monthly email membership community is where you'll learn what makes a good submission, how to start thinking like an editor, how to curate your images, and how to submit your next wedding all on your own. I've helped dozens of photographers and planners get featured, and now I get to help you directly in your inbox every month. To learn more, visit submissionsupport.twgna.com and join today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and the creator of Submission Support, our monthly membership to help you curate and submit your next wedding. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. I'm so excited about today's new episode because I'm chatting with Ben Finch all about how to understand your own business rhythm. Ben shares how his love of music helped him understand and teach wedding photographers to run a healthy and profitable business. Before he was a wedding photographer, he received his PhD in strategic and organizational leadership and was later hired by a consulting firm to teach medical professionals how to run healthy businesses. Soon after, he realized he could be doing this for himself and his own business, and the business rhythm was born. A little bit about Ben before we get started is that he is a destination wedding commercial and editorial photographer at Finch Photo and the CEO of Finch Creative Education. Ben is a sought-after photographer, all the while using his learned business strategies to maintain a healthy and lucrative photography career. And I'm so excited that he's here today. So let's jump on in. Let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. I have a wonderful guest on the line today. Ben, can you say hi to everybody? Hey, everyone. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I'm so excited you're on the show. Yeah, it's it's been uh, it's so fun, man. It's so fun to talk about things like this. And it's it's great that you're doing this as a resource for fellow creatives. We need stuff like this. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, it's my pleasure. I can't believe it's almost been five over five years now since we I started this and we're almost at 150 episodes. So it's really exciting. And I'm so glad that everyone is learning and with each show. So I'm, I'm pumped to uh, pick your brain a little bit today. <laughs> we'll bring it. I'll give you what I got. So. I love it. I love it. So before we get started, let's introduce you to everyone who's listening. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about you, your company and how you got started? Yeah, so my my name is Ben. I am uh, a wedding and commercial photographer. 
under Finch Photo. That's our company. And so I'm based in East Tennessee, but um, most of my work is, well, like maybe part of my work is here, but uh, most of my weddings are not here. And and so um, I live here with my wife, Joy, like Joy to the World. And then we have four kids and then we have uh, a dog named Hank. So, uh, but then also I uh, help creative business owners learn how to run healthy businesses. So, that's under a company called Finch Creative Education. And so, um, you know, just a little bit of background. So I uh, was always encouraged in the arts growing up, but sports was kind of my thing. And so uh, it always took precedence. But uh, so I went to college on a soccer scholarship. And then in grad school, I got my first like 35 millimeter camera and uh, it was a film camera. And so I was working on a PhD in strategic and organizational leadership, and I got hired by a consulting firm. I started traveling the U.S., and I took this camera, and everywhere I'd go, I would take pictures. And so I, I felt like I needed a place for those to live, so I built a, a really uh, poor website, but <laughs> apparently it worked. <laughs> so uh, people started seeing it, and they would say um, – they would just ask like, Hey, do you photograph weddings or do you photograph this? And I'm like, I, you know, I think so. So, uh, I began doing it and started charging kind of what the national average was for different types of things. That, that was the only way I figured out my pricing was, you know, Google, like how much does this cost? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so that's what I did. And, but it started growing to the point where, uh, I was like, I think this is a really uh, sustainable business. So in 2008, I left my job because I was doing, I got hired by a consulting firm. I was teaching uh, in the medical field how to, uh, doctors and staff, how to run a healthy business. And so I was like, you know what? I think I need to do this for myself. So in 2008, I quit my job as a consultant and uh, started Finch Photo. So, Wow, that's awesome. There you go. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's amazing. Do you still have those photos from when you were traveling? I do. Yeah. So I got to, uh, I mean, it was just like I being in East Tennessee and kind of growing up in this area, you know, travel wasn't really a thing that we did much of. So mm-hmm. that opened my eyes to different parts of the country. And then I, during that time, I got to go out of the country a few times. And so uh, having these pictures really, I mean, it just... It turns it turned people's attention toward me in ways that I didn't know. I didn't really know what I had, I guess, but I still have some of those, which are really fun. I love that. Oh, it's awesome. That's so cool. I love how you got started. So neat. So today we're going to be talking about the business rhythm. And I'm like, what is that? So let's start with that. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah. you have this whole educational. So we've met. Uh, at hybrid and like two years ago, I think was the last one. And you had a course and I like had to leave. So I'm excited that you're here today to like, give me a little taste of it again, everyone listening, but maybe just start with, you know, what is the business rhythm? Yeah. So, well, this kind of came from uh, the concept for me came from uh, my doctoral work. So, uh, and I, I feel like I've had about the jobs of six different people, but like I, I worked for a while as a musician. And so when I was in grad school, I was doing uh, music as well. And so uh, my professor asked me to put together a paper on use a metaphor to describe what a healthy business looks like. 
And so I was going through all sorts of, of ideas. And then I was, I was probably playing my guitar at the time. And I was like, you know, I think music has a lot to do with, I think I could use this as a metaphor. And so I've always thought that uh, stories and metaphors are great ways to teach things. And so um, I really started hashing out what are some of the core aspects that make up a healthy business and how can I best relate those to people who might not read a business book. And so I came up with eight core aspects uh, that have to do with music to help communicate uh, these business principles. So that's what, you know, so for me, it's like if you if you look at these eight core aspects and they're regularly I, I don't know if maintains the right word, but regularly reviewed and kind of dug into. If you're doing these things, you will have a healthy business. So, um, and plus, people love music, right? So, yeah. uh, it's it's kind of the universal language. So, I think I think having this as a kind of as a, a guide or an outline helps people understand. It it takes away the stigma of the things you read in business books that a lot of us creatives don't really understand. So yeah, I just I tried to that. simplify it. So yeah. So like there's eight, there's eight kind of core aspects that I talk about. So like number one uh, has to do with self-awareness. And mm-hmm. so the, the kind of the title of that is finding your voice. So like in music, you want to make sure that you have a kind of a uniqueness in the, in the music space and everybody has a unique voice and just like in a creative business, you have a um, what really differentiates you from others is your uniqueness and the way that you see things. So that that kind of uh, aspect is to help you kind of hone in on what is it that I bring to the table? How do I see things differently from others? How do I have my I guess my footing in a in a creative business world or in the wedding world? So, yeah. 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 So that's number one. Got it. Um Number two is musicians. So these are the people that uh, make up the business and help uh, and help you become successful. So these are like your team or your key players. And so many of us don't have like a large staff or we don't have a ton of people we're uh, employing, but you may have like vendors or friends or colleagues in the industry that that you can really partner with or you can work with to help. Uh, your business move forward. So those are the people making the music, so to speak, of your business. So that can be you. If you're a photographer, it can be, it can also be your second shooters or assistants. So I have several part-time contractors that I employ who have like, they're in the areas that they're really good at. And I kind of stick to the, to the areas that I'm good at. So, you know, the idea is like, if we're, the years that I spent in a band, um, I would never try to jump over to like play drums because I'm just not a good drummer. <laughs> and <laughs> so it's just not a good idea. So just kind of saying, hey, if I look at my business, what are the areas that I'm really strong in and how do I really spend most of my time doing those things? But then how do I, for the health of the business, provide uh, or fill in these other gaps that either I and weekend, or I just don't like doing, because if we don't like doing it, we tend to just put it off, you know, things like that. So that's, that's kind of the second, second section, uh, section, so to speak would be musicians. So. Yeah. It's like um, outsourcing. (laughs) 
Yeah, definitely outsourcing. Yeah, yeah. or yeah, and even like saying, "Hey, let's let's uh, let's bring on somebody for this that's really good at this." Yeah, yeah, I love that. Okay, two. What's three? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Number three is it would be melody. So melody uh, is like in music, of course, it's like a series of uh, single notes tied together that make make something recognizable. So like, for example, and I'm not going to do this, but like if I hummed happy birthday, mm-hmm. you would, I wouldn't even have to say the words, you'd recognize it, right? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. If I'm on pitch, but, uh, so, <laughs> but um, so like melody would be like the purpose and the vision of your business. So the, those would be the things that like, hey, um, this business exists to do this. And if I if I were to get away from this, these things, then it really doesn't, it kind of no longer is the same business. So just like if I changed a few of the notes of happy birthday, if I was humming it, you'd be like, well, it sounds like happy birthday, but it's not quite it. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's where we just say, hey, let's get really specific of of what my business is, what it exists to do, how it like serves a need or meets a need uh, in, in a space. And then let's, let's not veer from that. Um, so that doesn't mean we don't innovate or anything like that, but at the core of it, it means that we're the, the decisions we make are furthering that core purpose. Does that that. make sense? Yeah, totally. The melody. I got it now. Yeah, it's good. Got it. Yeah. So maybe it's all thinking in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Right on. Um, so, uh, and then number four would be harmony. So just like, uh, I, I'm not a person who sings good harmony. I'm more of a melody guy, but like there are people who in music, if they sing harmony, it, it certainly like adds to, um, the sound of a song. There's, uh, there's great examples of that. But so for in a business, the way that I see harmony is the communication that occurs in a business. So these are the things like it, it doesn't overtake the melody, but it complements it. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like um, by like effective, really good communication, your business's purpose is, it's, it's moved forward. It's progressed. Um, And one of my favorite quotes, when I think about this, there's a George Bernard Shaw, who was a, uh, an Irish playwright said, the single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has happened. <laughs> and uh, I, I often feel that way. And I feel that way, even with, with people that I work with sometimes who uh, I feel like I'm always asking for more information, or I feel like um, they, they either over communicate or they, they don't communicate enough. And so there's this idea of like, Hey, when we're, communicating with with others when we're communicating with vendors or whatever it is uh the emails we send out like uh are they communicating what people need to know and why they need to know it and what they need to do why they need to do it and and then even finding ways to kind of help people remember what it is we are asking of them or or what we're promoting so that's how i see harmony or communication existing in a business so, yeah, that's. I think communication yeah. is a, is such a powerful and, and really key element to any business. You know, you don't. I never want to show up and be like, I never was told that. You know, <laughs> I want to know. I want to know everything before I even show up to any job or wedding. So I am like, please over communicate with me <laughs> as much as yeah, possible. for real. Yeah, for it's, much as it's, possible. It's, 
and you know, like on a wedding day, man, there's so many things, there's so many moving parts. And if we're, if we're not communicated well to, or if we're not communicating well to people, um, it is, uh, we can miss things and things can come back to, to bite us that we should have known. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's so important. Yeah, yeah. I agree. hundred percent. I love that. Okay. Right on. Okay. Number, what are we on? Number five, five number yeah. five is, is what I call rhythm. So this is, mm-hmm. this is what I call the business rhythm. So, uh, just like in, in music you have, uh, well, let me say this. So when I first started playing, uh, uh, music, we, you know, we were playing with guys who they're not professionals and I played with a ton of drummers who just could not keep like a consistent beat. And I'm like, hey, man, that's that's like your whole job. Okay. Like <laughs> it's to is to keep like a steady beat. Um, and so, uh, but I found that that's harder than uh, it might seem. But um, so rhythm and as in music and business, that would be like the systems that you have in place in your business. And so those systems provide like a consistency to the way that you um the, the way that you run your business, they provide rhythm to it. So just like you would hear like a kick in a song, uh, there are systems that you have in your business that, um, yeah, that kind of keep moving it forward and provide you with, you know, I think a lot of creatives are very, we're kind of in our heads or we're very, um, you know, very flowy, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so this is like, hey, no, like you need some things that provide some structure to your life, some some schedules. And so, I mean, there's a ton of ton of ways that I look at that. Um, one of the ways I like to uh, share is is about my wife. So my wife has a company, her, you know, I, I mentioned her name is Joy, but uh, she does. And this is a very fancy phrase. It sounds fancier than it really is, but uh, she does some domestic consulting. And so what that is, is she works primarily with women uh, who need help, like running their home. Mm -hmm. And so like she wants to help people love uh, their home. And so part of that has to do with the way that you, you know, there's so many things that uh, happen when running a home. We have four kids, so it's just a it's just a mess, but like in the <laughs> sense of like, it could get out of control if we let it. Right. Yeah. But, but so for example, for her, she has like uh mopping Monday, uh tidy Tuesday, washing Wednesday, uh thorough Thursday, frugal Friday. So she has like these things that every week she's going to do so that, uh, so for example, mopping Monday, it's like, she knows that she's going to mop the house every Monday of every week or somebody else is going to mop it. But the idea is that it is going to get done. Mm -hmm. So in the same way in our businesses, we need to have, like for me, it's like marketing Monday. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, so for that, it's like, Hey, how can I look at like my Instagram feed this, uh, for this next few weeks and how can I plan or schedule, um, photos for that and captions so that when it, when it comes, I'm not, I'm not spending, you know, three hours on a, when I'm, I'm supposed to be doing something else, trying to figure this out. So it's just providing consistency to your business so that you're working on, you know, what you're working on and when you're supposed to be working on it. Yeah. I love that. I kind of do that 
I feel like with block scheduling, like I'll block my calendar out and I'll say, okay, today is going to be marketing day and tomorrow's going to be content day. And, right on. and I'm going to just schedule it all. And it really helps me one focus because, you know, I get sidetracked. I'm like, oh, what's on happening on Instagram or Facebook? But then <laughs> right. I know for three hours, like I'm going to be doing content. Everything's on, you know, do not disturb and I can get, get it done. I think, it, yeah. And like having a system to help me do that, like plant I use later and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I love, I think it's really helpful to be working in your business and then, and then you can work on your business, you know, change it up a little bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's so true. And I feel like so often we don't, um, well, it's just easier not to work on our business. Mm-hmm. Um, we just kind of wish things happened, but right. then we're not putting things in place or like uh, schedules or like I have so many different, you know, there's like financial systems, so to speak. So that could be like your invoicing and bookkeeping and expense tracking. Um, but like that can be overwhelming if you don't have a like a, a system or like your calendar can get overwhelming if you don't kind of. Uh, oversee like so for me I shoot a lot of commercial work but I've gotten to the point where I've decided hey commercial work is only going to happen on these days without uh, unless it's just like a a huge project or something so um, but if we don't provide some sort of framework then next thing you know we're just overwhelmed we're stressed we we wish things were different but we don't know how so yeah yeah, I had to do that with the podcast too. I was last year I was recording every Wednesday for probably eight months. Okay. And I, was, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm October, I was burnt. I was like, I love everybody, but I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, totally. I was like, I need a break. I took two months off and then like gave myself time to think about it. And now I do it once a month. I do two a month. And for me, that feels really good, right? It's really manageable and like makes me happy to be back doing it. So I think, you know, having my rhythm for that is really important because it allows me to to provide this content to our listeners and like, you know, get to connect with wonderful people, but also allows me to work in my business for photography. <laughs> like, right. you know, this is this is a side job, basically. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's such a commitment. I mean, I commend you for the way that you've stayed consistent with it. It's just really hard to do something. Well, it's hard to do anything once a week, you know, yeah. realistically. Yeah. And then, uh, but also to have done this for many years. I mean, what a, what a <laughs> lesson in perseverance. Way to go. Totally. Oh, thanks. Yeah. No, but I love it. So let's yeah. go to number six. So number six would be what I call uh, playing for profit. So this is where we take, uh, you know, the music metaphor. So we've uh, we've we've come from playing in our garage, and now we need to make this thing a legit band. So how do we make our business, uh, or how do we make our music, using the metaphor, uh, become a professional thing? And so this has mostly to do with like financial strategy and financial. Um, uh, I guess, yeah, financial strategy. So, um, one of the ways that I really do this and I love, I'm a huge Mike McAllowitz fan. Um, but he, and you, I, th- I can't remember if you have an episode on this or not, but he wrote a book called, uh, Profit First. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so he, you know, the way that he looks at this, so kind of the way this happened for me was that I was in, um, 
uh, it was this time of year. I'm, it must have been seven or eight years ago. And my business had kind of taken a turn for the better. Uh, not that it was bad. It just had, I'd, I'd made more money than I'd ever made. And so I was, I was mowing my lawn and uh, my accountant called and she said, Hey, uh, boy, you've had a great year. And I was like, yeah, thank you. I really have. And she said, well, um, you need to write a check today. And it was for like $12,000. And so at the time I was, I had just gotten paid on something. So I had the money, but I was like, uh, I just wasn't organized financially to the way that I should have been. And so it, it was just very stressful. Mm -hmm. And so at the same, at the same time, I was listening to literally at the same day, I was listening to this book, Profit First, uh, uh, on Audible. And so I realized, hey, I've got to, this cannot be, uh, this cannot be the case anymore where, where my accountant tells me I need to write a check for $12,000. So I, uh, imp- started implementing what was in that book. And so what it does is it takes, so say, for example, you have an income, uh, you have a check coming in. Well, based upon a percentage, the the total of that check would be distributed into uh, different bank accounts that you have set up. So one would be like uh, a tax, for example. One would be owner's compensation. One would be personal checking. One would be a profit ac- account. And so the idea is that every check that comes in, a portion of that goes to where it needs to go so that you don't have some false sense of, Hey, I have this money in my account that that you think you have, but should be allocated towards something else. Right. Yes. So, I feel like that's yeah, very timely. I, it's tax season right now when we're recording. <laughs> uh, what's funny is I literally wrote my checks this morning. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, my. But uh, it but it was so it was so nice because I had the money in my accounts. So what what I used to do, you know, you could look at the your bank accounts and say, oh, man, I've got however much I'm doing great. And then you're surprised when you have to uh, write checks for these different things. So another great one would be like when somebody books a wedding and they have like a an album included. And so what I do is I take a portion of, you know, whatever uh, they've paid me and that goes toward like a holding account that it's like, hey, this is to be used towards other things. So my normal uh, operations don't come out of this. This needs to be set aside for um, an album or uh, a second shooter or a third shooter or whatever it is or travel expenses. That way we're not spending money we're not supposed to. Right. Yeah, it's smart. It's smart. I know um, Wendy well, Kay, she, she's she been on the podcast a few times and she loves Profit First. And during the pandemic and E3, she really harped in on that. She was like, you guys got to be doing this, get yourself right. So I know a lot of people that have done it and really love it. And it has saved them uh, headaches and heartaches, you know? <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a mess. You know, fi- finances is something that, you know, is causes a lot of stress in our lives if we're not careful. So to have some organization to it, I think it's just so wise. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you this: like the first year I implemented it, I I probably made um, I, I probably made an extra seventy five or eighty five thousand dollars that year, and it was uh, or like gross that, 
And I, and I would say it's mainly due to the fact that I wasn't so worried about it and my mind was freed up to do other things. Oh, that's nice. So I love that. So do it. Let's yes, do it. Do yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. I think seven, right? right? Number, yeah. Number seven would be audience. So these are the people who, uh, who in, enjoy your, your music. These are the people who show up to the shows. So this is where you focus on your uh, marketing and customer service. So um, Walt Disney said, do what you do so well that they will want to see it again and bring their friends. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and man, Walt did a great job of that. So, um, and even like, I think about using the music metaphor, like my favorite bands, when they release an album, I'm there for it, <laughs> you know? Right, they, yeah. Uh, yeah, you 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 kind of align yourself with brands and and people and musicians that you love, and uh, you follow them, and you're a fan. And so, uh, you know, I think there's there attention should be made or given in our businesses to how do we keep people coming back and wanting to come back. And uh, you know, it's much easier to keep a client than it is to get a new one. So. How do we get our friends telling or our clients telling their friends about us and 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 letting instead of everything seeming so new or hard, uh, finding ways that uh, we can grow our business through referrals and multiplication rather than just addition. So, yeah, I love that. I would. So it's spring. It's well, it's becoming spring here in the city. And I do many sessions every year for um, like past clients and couples. And in the beginning, it was like new people, but now it is all of my old clients. So yeah, it's awesome. Like I get to see them twice a year and see their kids grow up, but it's also the retention, right? Like it's the retention of a client that I already have a great relationship with and they are super comfortable and they're happy to come back year after year. So I love, I love that. It's, um, yeah, it's easier to keep a client than get a new client. It's really important. Yeah, and they're warm, and they love you, and and what what better situation to be in? Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I love that part. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, so I mean, there's there's all of these have tons more information and tons more aspects, but um, so number eight would be uh, keeping the band together. <laughs> so we we've all been there when our favorite band breaks up, and it's just not the same. So. Uh, I actually was shooting uh, an event for Coca-Cola a few years ago, and it was the first time the Jonas Brothers were back together. And uh, so I got to shoot. I got to photograph them. I got to photograph them at a meet and greet and stuff. And it was just fun to see them back together. And so uh, when I think about business, this has to do more like with self-leadership. So like, how do we how do we invest in like the most important uh, relationships and roles in our lives so that the business has longevity and so that we can, uh, AKA keep the band together. I love that. So, uh, yeah. Um, there is, so one of my favorite ways is, uh, when I think about this and I feel like this is a really tangible takeaway, Mm -hmm. um, would be, so for example, I look at my life and I look at the roles I have in my life. So, for me, it's like, well, for one, I got to take care of myself. But number two, I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a son. I'm a brother. I'm a business owner. 
Uh, I'm a member of my community. So I look at like, what are the, what are the key roles in my life that really nobody else can or really should take the place of, right? Mm -hmm. So um, my kids, I'm the dad, right? Uh, uh, For my wife, I'm her husband. And so like, how do I look at my calendar and figure out ways to make regular investments into these roles? So I like to view each of these roles as like a bank account. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm doing my planning, so for example, at the end of the week on like a Sunday afternoon, when I'm looking at my schedule for the week or the next few weeks, how do I uh, put things on the calendar that invest in those re- in those roles so so that they're not deficient? So those bank accounts are not deficient. So for example, like uh, Sunday, uh, I took my oldest two boys flying. And so that's just something I love to do. It's something I'm trying to teach them how to fly. And so it's a way that I can say, hey, on the calendar, I'm going to schedule this so that their uh, bank account or whatever is is full. And so then it's like uh, on Friday night, I scheduled a date night uh, with my wife. So that's an investment in that role. Because I think what I know this may sound a little different than just your normal business, but it's like, hey, if you're not investing in these like things, if you're not if you're not uh, uh, working on all these different roles in the end, it just doesn't feel like the business is very healthy because you're, um, you know, there's stress at home or there's uh, there's there's stress about so it, it. some of us, we might spend too much time. Uh, we might be too lazy in, in, in certain areas. And so if we look at our schedule and schedule those things, then it makes sure that those, those roles are, those accounts are not deficient. So. Yeah. I love that. And I, I love that you pre-schedule a date night with your wife. Very nice. <laughs> I'm sure hey, she loves that. It's awesome. It's so important to us because uh, we went years with really young kids where it was just like, if we could just get away for a minute, and now that our kids are getting a little older, we can even leave them at home. And uh, they've got uh, my oldest is fifteen, so it's like, oh. hey, things are things are fine. Like we should <laughs> do this, and you know. And then you also realize, like in a few years, he's going to be out of the house, and our next mm-hmm. one will be in the, out of the house. So, like, we want to keep the band together. So, to yeah, speak. keep the band together. I, I don't even want to talk about. Yeah, well, my do- my daughter's eight. She's going to be eight in a few weeks, and it's just like. She just got here and then she's eight and then <laughs> right. she's almost halfway to 16 and then it's 18. You know, it just it goes by so fast. So, yeah, I love that you make time for them and you schedule them in and you you fill up their tank so they know they have a great dad and you spend time with them. I love that. That's really That's nice. Something. Well, you know, as as with anything, in theory, all of this is perfect. But in practice, it's really hard and it's really hard to keep uh, really plugging into those things because life happens. So that's why it's like, you know, I think, I think we'd all be served by having a little bit more organization and intentionality in our lives and in our businesses so that things are headed the way that we wish they were. Yeah. I guess on that note, you know, how do you know, you know, how can we identify our pain points? You know, what, what might be holding us back? How do we figure that out? Yeah. I think about that sometimes, you know, I think a good, maybe, um, uh, indicator would be like, what do we stay up thinking about? Like what keeps us up at night? Um, or when we see 
not that we're comparing ourselves to other people, but when we, when we look at our business and we say, Hey, I wish, I wish I was headed more in that direction. Um, you know, sometimes those things can be indicators of, of what uh, could be lacking. So for example, it could be, we could be really stressed about lack of finances or, um, or it could be like we have a long list of edits that we need to do from, uh, from several weddings or, um, it could be like, we're just really stressed about, I mean, whatever it is, you know? Mm-hmm. So those things I think really, uh, of course, help us identify. I mean, I think there are some great ways there. There is a book not to bring up Mike McAllis again, but yeah, I'm trying to think of the name of it now. It's not what's best next, it, the next best thing or something like that. But one of the things that that helped me do is realize that sometimes, um, Sometimes I think I need something, but what I really need, uh, for example, I took this quiz and it said what I needed more at the time were more sales. Like I needed, um, I I thought I needed something different, but uh, I needed more um, higher and, and more sales. So I needed to produce more volume. And so with that came with me uh, hiring some contractors to help me uh, do work. So, um yeah. And I would also say this, like, I, I do find that most people have a pretty good idea of that. Like they have a sense of what they need to work on, but sometimes I think they lack either the courage or the discipline to pursue it. Yeah. Do you, I mean, do you feel that way or, or do you yeah, feel like, I, yeah, I feel like I get to, I've been, yeah, I've been doing photography. My business is about 13 years old and full-time for 10. And I feel like it took me a while to figure out like, my voice in the beginning and sure. my style and all that stuff. But once things got going, I figured out what I didn't like doing or what kind of photography didn't fill my cup, like figuring it all out and then making adjustments along the way. But I'm always tweaking. Like I'm always, too, yeah. I'm always like, I call it pruning. I'm always pruning my business and like the things that I'm putting my effort in, even, you know, with the podcast, it's like, or coaching and figuring out like, oh, maybe I really don't want to do this all the time. Or I think I, my strong suit is over here with submission. So I'm always like figuring it out. So, and I think sometimes if you can't see it yourself, it's good to ask somebody who is maybe like in your discipline or like, like right. we have um, an accountability group and we talk every two weeks. Well, we talk every day, but we see each other every two weeks. And sometimes it's like, I can't figure it out. What do you guys think? And having other opinions um, can give you like a light bulb moment. And you're like, that's it. That's what I need help with. And I feel like that is also very helpful. Like be surrounding yourself. Like, what did you say? Like um, the members? No, was it the second one? Like the musicians, right? Like yeah, sometimes yeah, right, the music musicians, I can't say that word. Um are my friends, you know, are the people that I I trust and they, you know, they help me out and I can see things a little differently with different perspectives. So I think it's, I do that. I don't know. Do you do that? I do. Yeah. So I have, um, I have a few people in my life. There was, there's one group I get to get together with quarterly and we block off a day and we talk about like areas in our business that we wish were different or, or, you know, pain points. And then we offer feedback and we're all in actually different disciplines. So one's like a commercial real estate person. I mean, it's just all over the board, but I do find like 
those kind of uh, outside uh, perspectives can be really helpful. Um, but then I also have a, a group of people that I get to get together with pretty regularly just on the phone. Like, for example, my friend Corbin and I, so we joke and we say we're in a mastermind, but it's really just us talking about business. <laughs> it's like, it's not really, but, um, but we do pretty regularly. And uh, if you know, Corbin Gherkin, she's an incredible yeah. artist. So she, uh, some of the things she's needed help from me in are more business related. Um, and so, and more organization stuff. So I feel like I've and like organizing finances, all these things. So I think I've really helped her in those areas, but one of the things she's really helped me in that has been a pain point uh, for me was just uh, style and learning my voice and uh, in the industry, and I'm not always very self-aware. Like people say, "Oh, that looks like your work," and I'm and I'm like, I don't even know what my work looks like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. So, um, but she's she would say, "Hey Ben, like uh, it, it seems to me like you use this one lens all the time," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, because I kind of do." Or uh, or it's like I feel like you approach this from. Uh, from this certain way. And so she's been so instrumental in helping me just become a better artist, a better photographer. Uh, so I'm constantly finding that uh, having people who like love you and respect you enough to like even say hard things mm -hmm. or even point out areas that you're just blind to like uh, I had one, there's a psychologist who said, you know, self-perception is like looking at yourself in a carnival mirror because mm -hmm. it's, it's very distorted. And so having people who can, um, yeah, point out those things or, uh, or even like running emails by each other, or uh, you're talking about, or for another example would be like, you're, you have a huge backlog of edits and it's, it's like, well, why is this taking so long? What are you using? And, and, uh, when, when do you edit? Do you have like a time set aside? Like you're saying, do you, do you block that off or do you just kind of edit when you can? So, um, having people speak into your business is so important. Yeah, definitely. I love yeah. that. I love Corbin. She's a, she's been a guest of our show. She's so great. I love her. Yeah. She's awesome. So I think, you know, a good question would be, you know, how do you recommend our listeners sort of use this business rhythm and maybe like make an action plan for themselves? How do, how would they move their business forward? Would, would you recommend starting with number one and working your way down or is it kind of jumping in the middle here? Well, you know, I think it's, I think we're all at different stages in our businesses. So uh, I think it could be a situation where you say, well, what is my most immediate need? And then starting there, um, I do have like a worksheet that, well, I have a whole course. I'm not trying to plug it, but I'm just saying like, I, I feel like there are some guides, so to speak, of how to approach these things where you're you're getting asked questions and then you're writing down your answers and it gives you uh, some um uh, some outline of how to approach these things. Um, I love that. Well, we'll put that in the show notes. Of course, plug it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying like, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not the, for me, it's like, I just want to help people. Yeah. I'm not the only one in the space that's doing amazing things to help people. So a uh, part of that is just finding people you connect with. Um, one of the things I think is, is, is most people don't talk about. It's just like planning a, 
a planning retreat where you once a year or twice a year, whenever you set aside um, an intentional uh, intentional amount of time. So for me, it's usually like a day and a half where I get up really early and I spend a day uh, at one of my favorite locations. I often go to a place in East Tennessee called RT Lodge where me and a buddy or two buddies will get together. We're kind of on our own for most of the day, except for meals. And then like, uh, and then at night we'll have dinner and then we'll give feedback on kind of where we've been throughout the day as far as like, Hey, this is, this is what I'm planning. This is what, uh, areas in my business I'm, I'm working on. So just, I, I, I know a lot of people who do that on their own. I'm too social. I need people to talk to yeah. and get ideas off of. And then I need people who can uh, help, even help facilitate areas for me. So yeah, even if it means you set aside two days or even hire somebody in, to, to come in and help facilitate or get together with some of your really good friends, people who are smarter than you and say, hey, this is where I'm at. Help me work through these things. Yeah, I think it's a great place to start. Yeah, I think that's awesome. I think those are really good takeaways too. I think people can, you know, start that on their own, you know, really after the show or if they let it, you know, simmer in their brain for a little bit and like, I'm going to take that quiz or I'm going to work on those sheets and kind of figure it out. And, you know, having a, a nice day with a few people to bounce ideas off of is is really a great idea. I think our can- accountability group, we're kind of always doing that, but I, you know, we've tried to do a retreat and stuff and it's just nice to be in a room with people who also want the same things. You know, I feel like if you're all in the same kind of mindset of like growing your business forward, it it really creates, at least for me, a positive space and a safe space to share. Because sometimes, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, like some people are like, oh, you can't do that or you're dreaming too big. But if you're with the right group, it's like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. You're totally going to do it. So I feel like surrounding yourself with the right musicians is also important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, so, so many things can be, uh, I mean, you can really revolutionize an industry if you get a little courage and you get some ideas and you get some friends <laughs> together. It's like, I mean, so many advancements in the industry have come from those types of things. So, yeah, yeah. You, don't want, you don't want yes people, but you want people who will... It's more like yes and, all right? You know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and we can do this and build upon uh, that. So, yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Ben, this has been so amazing. Thank you so much for being here. I-, I love this talk. This is so great. Thank you so much. Well, you're welcome. No, it's been an honor. Thanks for thinking of me. Yeah, I'm so glad you said yes. So, let's tell everybody where they can find out more about you, your services, your course, and say hello online. Yeah, so my uh, my website is finchphoto.com. Um, my Instagram is is my name Ben Finch, and then the the course that I have, Business Rhythm, uh, is is on finchcreativeeducation.com. So um, when I said that, I was like, "Is that really what it is?" <laughs> yeah, but it is. <laughs> yeah, finchcreativeeducation.com. So. Oh, that's awesome. Well, you guys, uh, if you want to swipe up now, all this information's in the show notes. You can click on the link and let Ben know you listened to today's episode. Ben, thank you so much for being here. And I can't wait to see you at Hybrid. And I hope you come back real soon. Thank you. Thanks for having me. See you guys soon. Well, 
Well, that's it, you guys. I hope you liked today's episode. I want to give a huge shout out and a big thank you to Ben for being our wonderful guest today. It was so amazing. And thank you so much for accepting my invitation to come on. If you guys want to find out more about Ben, his education, learn about his business rhythm method, you can visit him at finchphoto.com or swipe on up on the show notes and let him know you listened to today's episode. All right, you guys, I can't wait to share our next cup of tea together. Bye.